We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Like I said, before we shoot your load. Well, typo, typo typo has an early load release so we gotta we gotta get in and get out or else as long it's as you do not who cares yeah right <laughs> as long as i as long as i get mine who gives a fuck? Yeah. what you drinking over there what are you drinking uh, yingling oh, oh my man one of the Luke's boys favorite. Yeah, i normally go with pbrs just because they're fucking they're oh, cheap. Dude, you just won me over. You just won <laughs> me and Luke over in two phrases. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand people shit on PBRs. Like they're actually pretty good, and like I don't know, maybe it's just the white trash in me, but they're. they're I don't know. I like them because I, I guess I like uh, I spent like high school and like college in like Tennessee is where I was at before I joined, and like yeah, no, like I I I drank a lot of Bush Light, Natty Light, PBR, and like PBR is like the classy one of the white trash beers. So yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll be honest, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of people especially in this community that, like trash on light beer and they fucking mm-hmm. they just hate it and i'm like well, dude i've that's had because ipas a lot of, and they're not lot, fucking good that's because a lot of libertarians are fucking neck bearded ipa drinkers dude like let's <laughs> yeah. be honest man they are hipsters and i like yeah. an ipa from time to time but it depends on the situation like but light beers are great for like day drinking they're amazing yeah. day drinking beers uh like uh because i have that's yeah i drink like that all the time that's mostly when i drink is during well i drink at night too but it's because i was drinking during the day so it's just a continuation (laughs) yeah no like i I do like i have two acres so i i generally have a good decent amount of yard work i gotta do uh i mean it's a pain in the ass but it's a good excuse to like you know knock back a couple you know so (laughs) and like you don't want to do expensive nice beers and also like a nice beer you want to enjoy so like you just want to like down a fucking a natty that's the way to go you know can't tell me times i've gone a little bit too too slosh and fucking ran my my mower into something (laughs) you got the riding mower (laughs) that's a dui on your riding lawnmower yeah yeah i fucked up pretty good one time like ran it like really hard in some pavers you know like (laughs) (laughs) going a little too fast yeah i had to make up some story for the wife because i didn't want to be like yeah i was really fucked up (laughs) this expensive mower we have that i have no idea how to fix even though i'm a fucking mechanic (laughs) (laughs) yeah because uh i mean we, we were talking before i'm a mechanic but they the I'm an aircraft mechanic, but like that doesn't mean I'm a good mechanic because they yeah. like the way the you I mean, I don't know how it is for you guys, but they they hyper specialize your skills. So yeah. like I'm I'm basically a really, really, really good inspector of aircrafts like yeah. and being like, that's fucked up. And like if it's something simple, I can fix it. And if it's not, I know the person who can fix it. And that's about it. Yeah, so, that's, like, like the, that's my jo- that's literally my job right now. But for yeah. fire alarm systems, like I'm really really good at inspecting fire alarm systems i can tell you exactly what's wrong with it 
but when it comes to fixing it, that's not my job. So I give you a quote for somebody else to do it. Like, that's, yeah. uh, like it's, it's like, uh, especially in the military, it's like, uh, specialized conveyor belts, like, mm-hmm. or, uh, not conveyor belt, but, um, you know, automation, basically you just all do your one fucking thing. Yeah. You're really good at it, but you don't do all of it. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a lot of carryover. Like I'm good with tools yeah. and stuff like that, but it, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I've had to, like, I don't know, I had to fix my riding mower for some shit the other week. And, like, it, it's a struggle. Like, but my pride gets the best of me. And I, I will take my time and try to learn some shit. But there's a certain point where, like, dude, this is beyond my skills. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's not that I much hit skill. 17 <laughs> pavers with this thing. Like, I'm just, I just need to take it somewhere. Somebody else can yeah. fix it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's not the battery, if it's not some some hose that needs cleared out, if it's not some basic right. fix. I'm okay. This is, I'm I'm out of I'm out of luck here. It's somebody yeah. else's problem. So, <laughs> so how do you how do you find time to do no way Jose between fucking all well your normal job duties, mm-hmm. your family duties, and getting sloshed on the riding lawnmower? Oh, I'm actually not someone who really gets sloshed. I mean, it is like when I do, like probably more of the drinking I do during the day is when I'm doing yard work. And even then, I, I, I'm i exaggerating a little bit. It's, it's yeah, pretty know. rare that I have that much, but it's probably usually two, three, four beers. Uh, and this is about tops. But uh, I don't know. My wife works nights. And um, so I kind of just, my kids go to bed at a certain time. Um, so I usually try to schedule around when she's working. That's kind of what it bored out because. I don't know. I mean, I can, I, I can watch TV here and there, but I've, as time's gone, gone, gone on, like I've gotten less and less interested in TV and shit like that. So just like, or the, I've never been a big sports guy. So it's like when my wife's not home and there's, I'm not trying to get laid. Like, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I just kind of like with my thumb, my ass, like for a while, I got more into reading and stuff like, um oh yeah and then, air force it, you're you can read we can yeah <laughs> like so i know i do like to read uh like the nerdy libertarian shit and i'll switch it up with like comics here and there but like i don't know like i just it just it felt like a waste of time not that reading's a waste of time i don't know i just kind of the, the 2020 kind of really got me into podcasting it started as like this other project that me and some friends started when we had more time in our, our hands and i wasn't gonna do a podcast my buddy kind of talked me into it he's like Hey, you're pretty good at talking about stuff like this. And, you know, I think people would like you, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, for one, I'm a tech idiot. So, like, it, it yeah. took me a while to like, get into it to even so learn. Like, fucking yeah. difficult to yes. start it when you're like, I have no idea. A webcam? Yeah. Isn't there one <laughs> built into my fucking computer? Like, yeah. And then you realize it's awful. And then, yeah. like, and you're like, oh, I'll just use a normal audio. And I'm like, oh my God, that's awful. Yeah, but and, you're kind of a perfectionist yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I got bored out of that. I just had more. The 2020 gave me more time in my hands because I was military then. And, uh, you know, the way they were doing it for us is we would only show up and we had work to do, uh, which you'd think that would be the way it would be actually. But, you know, that's not how the military goes. <laughs> so uh, it basically it meant I worked like pretty much one or two days a week um yeah that's and, about what normal work we have on a normal exactly. basis and, and the rest of the time over five yeah. days and the rest is just hiding from leadership you yeah. know <laughs> yeah so it, see it, how many appointments i can get to this week yeah no near there there to the end i legit just would like show up and walk in with like a folder in my hand and then just leave <laughs> it's like that saying where you can get into anywhere you want as long as you're like dressed to a certain extent and have a clipboard in your hand it's like everybody just waves you through security it's so yeah, fucking dude. true three you're quarters fucking... of the time i would just go drive to the med the med clinic and just go to their big ass parking lot and take a nap 
<laughs> yeah, that's how the end. Of, I think everyone in their last like six months in the military is like all the same. Like you can get away with get with everything. You can just fucking bail out. I mean, there's certain things you have to show up for, but most of the time, like everyone kind of knows that you're not giving a fuck anymore, and they kind of just yeah. leave you alone. <laughs> well, the problem with me is, uh, I I was 11 years as an E6, so it's kind of that part of like, like they were kind of like edging me into like mid level management. Yeah, and they and I also was like fairly good at my job, and like so they were. And they were low manned. So they were always trying to like edge. They were trying to like abuse the shit out of me to like be like, hey, and I legit had shit I had to do because, you know, you, there's a lot of gay ass bureaucratic nonsense you got to do to like get out. Get out. And um, like I was having to like it was like pulling teeth to do it. And so eventually I just got to a point where like I realized if I even show up and work at all, then they're just going to like if you give them an inch, they take a mile. So it's like while I did kind of feel like a piece of shit, it was kind of like if I want to have any time to do this stuff I need to do, I need to legit just be like, nope, I'm not here. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, cause part of you wants to be like, cause it's your buddies that are like doing work and stuff. And yeah. you're like, you want to help them out. But then, you know, if you do, then your leadership would be like, well, just use him, you know, like, uh, and like, yeah. And they'll just like abuse the fuck out of you. So it's like, I, you just had to just at some point be like, I'm a piece of shit. And I would like legit to my, like my peers and like my underlings was like, don't ask me for shit and then yeah. like for, obviously i didn't say it to like leadership but i was like i'm sorry but it's like i i legit have shit to do and if i keep helping you guys they're gonna keep expecting more out of me and it's actually good for you guys because you guys need to stop relying on me because <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that's the big thing man that's what i had to do i was an e5 getting out yeah and but i was only four years but like i was an e5 getting out but i ran everything i ran everything for the radio section like fucking everything and i was just and then i was an e5 so now they had a free e5 to throw on like you know range days and things like that because they're like well he's not doing he's getting out so we can throw him and it's not gonna hurt us kind of thing so then i was at the i went to the range like usually you do the range like twice a year sometimes you'll be like a range nco and then i was a range nco like three times in two months and i was like this is fucking getting out of hand. So I just stopped showing up to things. And then they kind of thought I EAS are like, I'm pretty sure there was <laughs> people higher than me that thought I EAS already. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm uh, doing this. And like, there'd be one guy that I'd tell. And it was like <clears throat> a corporal of mine. And I'd be like, Hey, I'm fucking gone. So if they ask where I'm at, just say I'm gone. And yeah. usually they didn't even fucking ask because they forget and they don't need me anymore because they're like, well, this guy, they write you off. And they, and at that point, like we had already had problems like myself in the unit. So they yeah. hated me anyways. And I was like, even though I was damn good and they passed all their inspections, like they loved me for that. And they used the shit out of me for that because they wouldn't have passed without me. But after that, it was like, I fucking hate you. And they were like, well, we fucking hate you too. And I was like, dope. I'm getting, you know, I'm going to go do my own thing for the next three months. Yeah, no, it's funny. I, cause I did 11 years. And I genuinely, I know a lot of people, I don't know how it was for you guys. A lot of people complain and bitch and moan and this and that, but my job really wasn't that hard. I mean, there were hard aspects of it, but generally speaking, like as long as you kept your head down, you were decent at your job. People usually, you know, left you alone. If you had decent social skills, you were okay. I mean, there were obviously the occasional leadership who had a chip on their shoulder, but if you're a smart person, you know how to kind of work with that and not really butt heads. But I didn't, it wasn't until like my last year when I like kind of was like, Hey, I'm getting out. And that's when I like I started noticing more issues. So I don't know. Maybe it just was happenstance that like they yeah. I started getting fucked with more. But it, it, I, I think there was some aspect of leadership didn't like the look of someone who was like, you know, 
over 10 years, you know, like someone who should be a career person, someone who's like higher ranking. It, I think to some extent it probably reflected badly on them and their yeah. eyes of like, why is this person that could be a key part of the unit? Like being like, no, I don't want to do this under your watch. Right. Like, so I, I don't know, maybe, and it was funny. Like it was like legit. I had like less than six months left. And I still had leadership trying to get me to get new qualifications for my job and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, dude, like why? <laughs> <laughs> they don't carry outside of the, <laughs> the military yeah. like no no one gives a fuck like, i can do weight and balance for a fucking aircraft or whatever <laughs> like like no one's gonna give a shit and like cool like you're gonna make me like go through all this fucking effort because i mean nothing's quick too with no. certain shit like, takes forever yeah so like with certain certification it would take a long time to get it and it's like dude you're gonna get like what maybe two months out of me <laughs> like being able to have this certification like or whatever to be able to do this one small aspect of my job like it'd be a lot easier if i use that time to build you know set myself up to be able to get out because like for one i haven't even like set up my disability shit and stuff yet at all and i've been out for a minute like i legit was like dude, rushing to get the shit out in like the last month <laughs> i got out in 2016 i still haven't done disability so like yeah Which, i mean that's like I, I i know that maybe some libertarians might get buttered about it but it's kind of like free money and it's also like I don't know, whatever. The economy's I, collapsing anyway. Yeah, like, I don't give a fuck. shit. Give me money. Like, I'm surprised you guys haven't applied for it. I know a lot of my friends have. And, like, like, and I, it's, it sucks because I'm actually in pretty good health. So it's like, you kind of feel like shit, but like to be like, apply for it. But you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, guess, I, think, yeah, I, dude, I guess my back's fucked up. You don't know how many people <laughs> we met that I was like, what's wrong with you? And they're like, oh, I don't know, dude. I just, had, I just, said i had some back pain and they gave me like 20 percent. i'm like yeah. wait what <laughs> yeah like there's plenty of people that do that shit and well yeah. and now i'm probably gonna have to well now i'm going to i just had to shell out 400 dollars for a fucking mri on friday and i have like pretty damn good insurance through my company and uh i was like fuck that's a lot of fucking money you know especially yeah. with like the way shit's going that's fucking bitcoin in the bank baby and i was like 400 like this is bullshit so yeah. I was sitting there and my parents have bitched at me constantly since like, I'm fucking 28, man. Like, mm. I, but my parents sit there and bitch at me. Like I'm an 18 year old failing a class, um, you know, in high school uh, about going to do my disability. It's like every year, twice a year, they're sitting there and we have a conversation and I'm like, well, I don't want to take the money. Like I'm, I don't want to fucking rely on this money, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm kind of like before I would have relied on it because I had no fucking money. I was fucking mm. broke. And um, that kind of pushed me to like find a better job, you know, being so broke. Mm. And now it wouldn't be money that I'd rely on just because I have money. I have mm. a decent amount of money to live decent lower middle class maybe middle middle class you know yeah like i'm on that spectrum where i'm like i'm making decent money i can afford things and uh you know the va would fuck that money would help right now especially with like having to pay for doctor's visits and i'm pretty sure the injury is service related and my fucking arm went numb like like completely numb my left and right or my left fucking forefinger and thumb my index finger and thumb completely numb and it's been numb for three weeks three yeah. fucking weeks and they're pretty sure it's like either a ruptured or a, um a uh, s- ruptured or degraded disc in my neck like two of them yeah uh, and that's what the mri was for and i'm just like fuck dude 
Like, I don't want to, I don't probably know. Probably from much... the Marine Corps, dude. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's definitely... probably from the Marine Corps. <laughs> yeah. And then, my, and then, of course, that same, like this week, my sciatica fucking nerve is going fucking crazy. And I think it's because I've been holding myself different because I know my neck's hurt. You're what stressed nerve? about it's the sciatica. So it's like at the bottom of your back. It's the one that you have problems with all the time. You just don't know oh. what it's called. Yeah. A lot Whatever. of people have issues that are sciatic. Uh, a lot of yeah. people have issues that, yeah. Yeah. But, so like, I'm just like, well, I better go do disability. But the only thing I did for disability, there's like one sheet of paper that you have to do within a year of you getting out for the first, like your first year of being out. There's one sheet of paper that if you do that and submit it to the VA, they send you a letter back. And when you go and do like your act and you finally go do your disability stuff, you can get back paid all the way from the date of your end enlistment. And so I did that paper. Thank God. So maybe if it does happen, I'll get back paid. And with the way my neck and back and um, some other things are working out, I <laughs> and the giant ringing in my ears, maybe I'll get a decent little back pay paycheck, which would be yeah. nice. Yeah, no, that'd um, be dope. It's it's funny. A few years ago, I probably would have been like, no, I don't want to take welfare from the government because that's basically welfare in some. Oh, that's regards. exactly what I did yeah. at the beginning. That's why I didn't take it. Yeah, and now I'm at this point where like it's almost like this like conservative to full on anarchist pipeline or some shit. Because yeah. now I'm like, fuck them, give me the money, bitch. And like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I like, I get it. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't rely on it. Like mm-hmm. any any sort of paycheck you're getting from the government, you should do your best to not be reliant on it because it may end up like, you know, like we're seeing with the pokey poke now. Yeah. It might be this thing where like, if you're relying on it, they're going to bear that in mind and be like, Oh, you're, you're reliant. Oh, well, you know what? Now you don't get it unless you, you fulfill these certain things we want you to do or whatever the fuck, you know? So, yeah. I mean, and, and, and a lot of people are like, Oh, well they can't do that. Well, it's like, well, I mean, at the end of the day they, they can. can. So and like, they are. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I yeah, I haven't heard of any like situations like that yet with like disability or like VA stuff, but I wouldn't dude, surprise me at all. You know, that'd so. be fucking wild. I need to be a way to that. get the black that's community, a- dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, that's that's the way to get the the uh, white community, man. That's the Republicans <laughs> on welfare right there. Yeah, no, I mean, you already got him, dude. The military, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's. Uh, did you see? I just saw like literally. 30 minutes ago, um, Sean Hannity tweeted out that he has three cadets coming on a show tonight, uh, November 4th, for all those that will be listening to this on whatever day I fucking release it on Monday, um, that he has three cadets from West Point that refused their uh, refused the shot and they got dropped out of West Point. And I'm like, that's fucking wild because West Point's weird because, you know, it's like a military fucking college to go to the military but it's a university too that you can get like an actual degree and so they're just they just dropped them and there's been a lot of people that have been getting dropped from classes and things like that because they're not vaccinated all across the spectrum but it was like a weird spot because it's west point and all that and i thought that was interesting yeah the only thing is the annoying thing like i know i have a lot of buddies that are in the military still obviously because i was in there for so long and I, i know a few people who are like we're fighting it or uh, I only know of like one, maybe two that like legit were like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, a lot of people fought with like exemptions and shit like that. But I mean, you kind of don't really have much ground to stand on in the, in the military perspective. Cause you really did sign your shit away. So it is like kind of this, uh, and it's funny cause they're mostly conservative types. And I mean, you know, all power to you. I mean, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But it is like this, like, 
they're like rights or whatever and you're like what do you what, what do you what do you mean <laughs> yeah. well that's, that's that's our thing too dude like you, you did sign away your rights and like that's why we've been that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast we're like we yeah. want to show you guys how how fucked you made yourself like yeah because we did the same thing like it's not coming from a position of like i'm better than you it's just like no we know because we did it too but like let us tell you so you can try and get the fuck out and there was yeah. one dude that i was talking to that it like got a he, he got out of the military like two years in after starting to listen to us. And that was pretty dope. I was like, dude, good for you. And like went out and he's doing, I don't, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I was like, that's fucking cool. Um, but yeah, it's like you sign away your rights and you're kind of fucked and they can kind of push you to do whatever, but I'm all for them just refusing. Like the more oh, they yeah. refuse, it's going to be hilarious to watch what they do because like, I don't know. They're already like, they've been understaffed for since I got out in 2016. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. They're, uh, I was just talking about this with Justin O'Donnell because I guess he was part of like infantry and we were uh, and I was talking about because it's 2014 that had all these like effects where, uh, you know, in the, in the forest, they did uh, like the 2014 when they did the, the, the you know, Obama, like cut the forest big the time. And uh, the funny thing is like the way you like we, we all know, obviously, there's a ton of fluff to be taken out of the military. But where do they do it? They do it where it's going to hurt most the personnel. And obviously, like I, I've always said, I feel like that was like partially a political maneuver because, you yeah. know, like in the military is mostly conservative. And so when this like liberal comes in, and it's like we're going to draw back. They're like, OK, well, guess what? It's going to look really fucking bad for you. Yeah. And it kind of did. It, it really wasn't a lot of people fucking hate Obama for that, you know, like because yeah. there were all these sob stories from the military. And like so they went about the the shittiest way they could possibly do, which I'm all for cutting military spending. I'm all. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I'm for getting rid of it altogether. But like, right. You know, like. Like, if you're going to cut it, like, why, why would you start with personnel? That's like the fucking most retarded place. I to start. know it's the worst <laughs> place to start, dude. But then two years later, we had in my unit, we had uh, uh, staff NCOs, E6, E7, and uh, we had a, a major and they were trying to get our Marines, our junior Marines that just got there to sign reenlistment packages. So it would bump their numbers up. So they would look better because they had so many people. They didn't have the retention rate that they needed. So they were trying to get junior Marines to sign um, that they could deny. They could eventually deny. They could deny like, you know, before they accepted the orders, but sign reenlistment papers three weeks after getting to the fleet. And they tried to scare them into it. Like, hey, you guys need to do this before weeks end. And they're like coming to the corporals and sergeants like, corporal sergeant, do we have to do this? And we're like, no. No, you don't. You don't have to fucking do this. It yeah. was fucking wild. No, but it, it was fun. It's crazy was seeing the effects of that because when they drew drew back, they didn't like they didn't slow down the mission at all. It kept going. It fucking it's really creepy seeing watch him go off with the fucking uh with the green screen. It's like he's just disappeared into the ether. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, it's like they didn't slow down the mission at all. They fucking like they 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 kept everything going like normal and they just did it with less people. And the way it worked out for like me and the Air Force is you end up having this like huge gap between like people and experience. So like because it basically took a lot of our experienced people that they kicked out. And then like so you end up having this like huge experience gap where you were low manned and they were still expecting the same amount. And so you didn't end up then when they gave us this huge rush of new guys and we didn't really have the personnel to train them properly. And also we were trying to do the same exact mission. And there's always whenever you're training someone, you got to slow down. So like, you know, we weren't able to do that. So and it's funny now where I feel like even to this day, they're still seeing the effects of 2014. So it'll be interesting. I've been saying, I think we're going to see a repeat of that, which I've been telling, like what I've been telling all my military friends is, uh, 
like, and this is kind of the line I go with. Obviously, I'd like for all of them to get out, but I tell them like, hey, if you're under 10 years in the military, there is no reason why you should be staying. I mean, I guess obviously maybe you can think of some reason whether you have like family or whatever, but nope. like, nope. but like, <laughs> but I think financially speaking, like even from a purely like self-interested perspective, I think if you have less than 10 years in the military, like even without all my anarchist mumbo jumbo, you need to get the fuck out. Cause we're going to, yeah. I think we're about to see 2014 all over again, but way worse and way more underhanded. And I think the, cause I don't know if you saw the culture shift where you guys were at, I'm in the air force. It's a little bit more corporate. Uh, but I know around 2014, we saw a big culture shift where, you know, cause you know, it was always the military was always like the boys will be boys. Like we used to have yeah. like dick pics everywhere. Like you yeah, know, yeah. we, you know, we were both like in Okinawa. And, yeah. And just to add on real quick, when we at, at the end of the time me and luke were there it was basically ran by under enlisted guys like we yeah. ran like sergeants and below ran hns company more than any like anything else it was crazy to like watch how like yeah S3 when we go and tell all... people at other units they'd be like what you guys were doing what and like i knew more stuff i knew more about you know like the higher level inspections and then like some of the systems that we use and things like that than guys that had been in since Iraq. Yeah. It was just insane. And we were so understaffed like at the next place yeah. that I was just like, what the, they didn't have enough people to send on deployments that they were pulling from other places. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys saw the same thing. And when you guys probably got this influx of new people, now you, you guys were super experienced, but you probably didn't have enough of you to go around to train these people. And they were probably expecting you guys to do the same amount of shit. So it's like, I'm sorry, I can't slow down to teach you your job. You're just going to have to figure it on the fly. And so then later, once you guys move up to higher positions, now you have these retards filling your positions before, yeah. and they're trying to train other people. And they're not even like trying to be shitty. They're <laughs> training the next group as best they can. But it's like the retards train the retards. Yeah. So it's like, it's just this continuing effect. Yeah. And it yeah. just gets worse and worse and worse as far as, it, as far as it goes down. And we yeah. already thought, we already thought when we were in that there was retards running us. So it was like. <laughs> damn dude like how much more and I, like i we knew a lot of people back at the shop that uh that we that we were at um mm -hmm. especially the one that i was at because our buddy nick uh that's been on the show a couple times he was still in oki until he came over and he was there for a little bit longer too and he would he would like message me like bro how do i do this because nobody in the fucking shop knows how to do this and i'm like Oh, can I call you? <laughs> yeah. Like, can I, can we get can we jump on like a, a Skype call or something? Because I'm gonna need you to show you some shit. And it, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And thankfully, they had some people that were like, but then most of it just fell under the the wayside. I mean, when I got there, like, like, do you have record jackets like for like gear and stuff like that? Did you guys have that, or was all of your stuff online? Uh, not that I can recall. Okay. Are you talking about like a? I mean, where I worked on aircraft, we uh, when I first got there, we we had aircraft like form. Well, I guess maybe I'm trying to think of what you're you're trying so to. So like get equip at. equipment, like uh, inventory equipment, record jackets. So like for me, like I would have, dude, it would be get down to like like I obviously I used radios, so there's a lot of equipment that goes with a radio. So it's like a radio and everything that goes with this radio. It's like these two, three antennas and it's an inventory sheet and it's like record jackets, but we had them for like, it wasn't just for like for our trucks, there was record jackets for trucks where it's like, are all four tires there? Are oh these components yeah. Yeah. There? yeah. We, we like, have those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had those. Kind yeah, of like yeah. your inspection seat and sheet. Well, well we have them for every one of our equipment. We would have right. shit like that too. Yes. We, we didn't manage the equipment, 
like but we would have equipment brought to us and we always had to like check those that shit and stuff but yeah 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 so when i got there they hadn't i got there in 2014 13. i think 13 damn typo knows my record more than i do but 2013 <laughs> yeah, the same time. <laughs> i know but in 2013 i got there and uh they hadn't been filled out since 2010 and so we're sitting there doing like a big ass inspection and we're forging signatures on government documents oh, to yeah. get all these record jackets <laughs> up to date and we're signing names of people that we don't even know like we 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 found like a couple signatures that they had signed way back like when and like even our the gunny that was there and the officer that was there these people the people that were in these record jackets from the last time in 2010, they didn't even know. So like we're signing names of people that have probably already gotten out of the Marine Corps, died in, dead. Yeah, probably <laughs> died. Like they came from a night, an engineer support battalion. So not at war, probably from a drug overdose back in the States. Um, but like, you know, like we're, we're signing these fucking names all the way up through 2013 and then signing our names. And theirs is like, corporal this sergeant this and then you have pfc box like an e2 motherfucker signing out the same record jackets trying to and it like it was just a constant that so i'm sure it's probably the exact same and my name's getting written down 45 times um it like in today like today this week in okinawa japan because they just keep forgetting about these goddamn record jackets that come up for inspections oh yeah now the military is bureaucratic nightmare to where it's like people just are just doing shit to do shit and it's funny then you end up like people where the, I know you guys probably have something akin to quality assurance which you have yeah. people who are like supposed to follow up and like check that shit and it's like it's so gay these people get in these positions and then fuck these people who do shit like that but it's like dude you were doing that shit like a week ago yeah, <laughs> yeah we're like let's let's go back to you as an e2 e3 and let's see what you did like can we work yeah. can we run the tape on that because yeah. you, they're sitting there forging signatures too because their corporals told them yeah, but no, but yeah, no, on my earlier point though, I genuinely think anyone who like, even if you don't want to look into theory or morals or whatever, yeah. if you have less than 10 years, I think you're, you really are not seeing the writing on the wall. If you aren't trying to get out or set yourself up to get out, maybe if you have over 10 years, you might be in a position where maybe you have the time to be able to, you know, buy it out, wait it out and, you know, get your uh, pension and all that shit. Maybe. I don't know what the timeline looks like for the shit getting really gay. I think even if you have less than 10 years left and you're till pension, it's probably going to get gay, but you might be able to weather the storm. Uh, but if you have less than 10 years, it's like, why? Yeah. Like why? I get it. If you have, like, it it's going to get so gay. Like, I think like for one, you know, we're looking at inflation on the horizon. So, and I know, I mean, I don't know what you guys opinion. I kind of was like, sort of, I'm not necessarily arguing uh, with Justin yesterday, but I was talking about like, I got paid cake. Like my, my money in the Air Force was like, I was getting paid way more. than. Oh, I no. Have. Oh, so, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were we were garbage. We didn't have fucking shit. Like yeah. we didn't get shit. We took pay cuts coming back to the States from Japan, like yeah. bad pay cuts. But I was just looking this up yesterday because we were talking about I was talking about pay and it's all you can go and look at any of anybody's pay right now in the United States military because it's all set up and everybody gets paid the same. So it, across the branch, whatever it's by rank and time and service but yeah, we were looking charts, yeah yeah we were looking at the pay chart and it was like uh yeah there's some things that you can pay to extra for but you don't usually get paid less unless you're in trouble yeah. but uh for all those that don't know that um but we were looking at the pay chart and it was like an e6 with 11 years it was like sorry 
Uh, I'll use a different example. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> no. Sure. no. Yeah, I, think no. I basically was, was making it, like, it was like over 4, 60K up Texas. Yeah, it was so. like 4,500 every uh, uh, for the month. And that was without like, um, that was without like certain benefits, you know. It's probably combat. before taxes, but yeah. Because yeah. I, I was getting, uh, I don't remember exactly when I paid. So they were over 3K. Yeah, it's paycheck, all before so. tax. And, yeah, was was and I got paid twice taxes. a month. And, but I was getting paid over 60K a year after taxes in the, in yeah. the, as, as a E6. And I know uh, you guys like kind of got out of your first enlistment. So yeah. I think maybe like having a little bit more time, you realize like, oh, so I don't know if you guys were living in the barracks or the dorms or whatever you guys We don't have a choice until yeah, you're okay, married. So there you go. You guys didn't get the housing allowance. Yeah. So, so you do got to take that into account. I know you're like, look, I get shit pay. But you're like, I mean, obviously your living condition was ideal, but it was also free living. So you yeah. were getting free housing. But so you weren't having to pay. The other housing. thing was like, you weren't having to pay we didn't food. get a choice. Yeah, I know you didn't get a choice. I didn't get a choice either. Cause I, when I, my first, uh, I, I got married and got, got out. Cause I probably got married within like the first year I got there. Uh, and I, I got out of there, but like, I think I can't remember <laughs> what the time bitch. is. I think you got to make like E4 and, or a certain amount of years or some shit before they let you out of the dorms or whatever the fuck. And you can live off base. But uh, even then, I know, like, that's the thing. Everyone, when they say, like, oh, I get shit pay, it's always some, like, airman that's in the dorms. And you're like, dude, but, like, you're getting free food at the, at the fucking, at the chow hall. And that, and dude, the Air Force chow yeah. halls were bees. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. we'd go to Kadena, and I got to go to Kadena uh, Air Base, which is in Okinawa. And, dude, we were, like, st- that's, like, five-star restaurant to us. <laughs> we were, like, let's go. Like, let's go eat at the Air Base fucking chow hall. Yeah, no, dude, people complain about that shit. It blows my mind. Because, like, I probably spend, like, I mean, especially with a family, I probably spent over 300 bucks every, like, week or two, oh, if yeah. not more. And, like, dude, it was, like, the BAS, which is a, the, the allowance for food, essentially, yeah. is, like, in the military, it was, like, 350 So, like, like, when I was in, that didn't even come close to covering the cost for my family, let alone even me. Yeah. So like, and it's like, dude, looking back, I'm like, man, I had a pretty cake deal in the dorms. Cause it's like, <laughs> like I would just like raid that motherfucker for food. And I know it's annoying. Cause you got to like go in there get your food certain times. You know, it's and... not like, it's like a grocery store. It's like times, but it's like, looking back, I'm kind of like, ah, that was a pretty, pretty tits deal. Like, All right. So dope. like the difference is like, <laughs> we had like the Sodexo people that yeah. like fed us and they were like, so, uh, you know, we're the Marine Corps. So we, we eat crayons and lick windows and, <laughs> Then we had the Sodexo people that like, you know, throw shit at other people because they're like it's, legitimately I'm, mentally retarded. I'm, like, I'm not like, being I'm being nice. They were actually retarded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, were like, I know what you're talking about. They, they were the like, same shit for us. Yeah. They're like they hire a lot of fucking uh, deficient or we had individuals Marines, <laughs> or we had other Marines. And it's yeah. like, well, fuck this guy. And yeah. it's sad to say, but a lot of them were fucking black. Like, uh, like <laughs> the majority of the cooks in the Marine Corps were fucking black. And it's yeah. like, damn, I don't know how they got y'all into this. And then it makes a lot more sense. Do you guys remember that story about the guy that was like, I just want to cook KFC chicken for the rest of my life. I deserve a living wage. Do you guys remember that story? No, nah, I don't remember that. Oh, one. it was like, it was a couple years back, but it was a vet. He was a fucking Marine Corps vet. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh, he was mad. <laughs> he was mad that he wasn't getting a live. He deserved a living wage. He had four kids and a wife at home and they were living in an apartment and he wanted a living wage. He was a Marine Corps cook. And I was just like, damn, dude, not showing the best of us right now. Just not yeah. showing the best of us. Did y'all have a, I know we, we had a, we always call them the dream team. 
uh, they were the ones who cleaned the bathrooms, like in our, our units. Uh, they would, they were like, had contracted them out. Bro. Yeah, I'm that, okay. that was us, bro. <laughs> that was yeah. us, bro. I mean, we're they the would dream have a team. We're the yeah, fucking dream yeah, team. Yeah, that, that, that is like you guys' chow hall was kind of like our fucking bathroom cleaners. So, <laughs> like, I mean, it was, it wasn't always retards, but sometimes they, they, they always had some sort of disability. Like, I remember there was one time I got trapped in the shitter because the person they sent in there was deaf. <laughs> oh, shit. so i'm just like hey i'm in here i'm in here and they just keep going <laughs> so like what the fuck and so i just had to sit there for like a half hour because it was just so goddamn awkward i couldn't leave <laughs> you should have just came out dude just been like hey hey oh that's hilarious dude <laughs> that's fucking funny so is uh in the in the air force is drinking just as heavily like endorsed as it is in the marine corps do you think uh i mean i guess leadership and like the uh, you know it as a whole probably no but like obviously amongst like the younger people fuck yeah when yeah. i first joined yeah i was kind of getting that earlier like how i was kind of predicting how it's going to get gay soon it's gonna be like 2014 like along with the, the 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 personnel cuts came a change in the culture they really pushed through a change in the culture they started yeah. like making us take down our fucking you know, like I, I always use the example dong or the maintenance unicorn. We had like a little uh, fucking he was our uh, mascot. It was like a unicorn that had a penis for a horn. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they made us take that down and just shit like that. I knew somebody got kicked out because that he drew a picture of a dick and it was like in the aircraft forms that we used to work <laughs> on. So they kicked him out over that because like, this, this is offensive. And like so they were changing the culture. But so, yeah, the, we, we definitely have like. They've kind of shifted the culture of the accent, but it's still at the same point. There's still that like boys will be boys culture in the yeah. military. So there, there definitely is that. But uh, I mean, they're they're working to change it. And I, I do think we're going to see more of that. So, yeah. uh, well, and, uh, you, know. you know, in the military, like, that's my thing. If we have a military, like, it's got to be like some ruthless ass motherfuckers. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, it just has to be like you can't yeah. change it to this. Like, like if there has to be a military gun to my head is there's a military or there's or you die then these mother like you got to be a little fucking crazy like you have to be you're going and fucking murdering people well yeah. and let's say you're doing it for the right reasons even like it takes a lot to go through a lot of that shit and if i want to write wagner loves Cox on a fucking porta potty with a dick next to it that's super veiny then i should be able to do that like i if i want to have like i i got in trouble one time because <laughs> me and my roommate had um up on our walls and our barracks room, we had, we'd get the inked mag like every, yeah. every month. And we'd put up like the girls that we thought were the hottest up on the wall. And we had like a whole fucking wall full of them. And we got in trouble finally, like towards the end of my uh, like last six months in Okinawa, we had female lieutenants that came in and inspected the rooms and they didn't like it. And they thought it was disgusting and this, that, or the other. And I was like, well, ma'am, I'm not taking it down. And then, their boss, a first lieutenant, or no, she was, what was lieutenant? What was her name? Lieutenant Belding. I think she was, she had just S1? became a captain. Yeah, S1. She was the one that was uncomfortable about no, it? No, no. She came in and was like, those are some hot women. You can keep them up. I don't care what they say. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes. She, she was she a was fucking a Mustang, enlisted. Though. Yeah, she, she was, was enlisted, enlisted and then she went, fucking went knew, officer. Dude. But, you know, there's that, like, I got, a, I got away with a lot of that shit. But, um. Yeah, it, it definitely was changing, but I just think it's 
like as much as I hate the military, like fuck, I just don't want it to be even worse for yeah. the people that are in. Like it sucks it, yeah. for it to be worse for the people was, that are in. Especially me being in as long as I was. Like there is that like nostalgic when you first come in. But it's funny, even when I first came in, you talk to people who had been in longer and it was even crazier. Like, dude, this sounded fucking dope back in the day. Like I know uh like when I first joined, I met I knew I knew another like probably was basically like me. But like back then, like an E6 with like over 10 years. In, and he would tell me about but when he was in, this is when I first joined, like when he was young and how like he would tell me about the first time when like anyone got in trouble for like a DUI in their unit and how like the whole unit got upset. And then like, <laughs> like, how dare you? Like, how dare you give him a fucking, you know, a minor slap on the wrist for fucking getting drunk off base? Like, who gives a shit? Dude, like- we, found, <laughs> we found videos. There was videos that got sent around and it was from okinawa japan uh camp hansen and it was out in kintown which is where we would go party when we finally got to uh like go off base and it was from like 1996 or something like that and it was like it was it was literally like looking through a fucking alternate timeline that's what it looked like because they were doing like the same shit that we were doing but they were allowed to do it (laughs) and it was just it was fucking i mean i guess it was almost 20 years before uh, it was 15 years before but i was just like damn dude like that looked dope because they didn't have to fucking hide it we were like risking our careers to do it like, <laughs> yeah it kind of made it more fun to be honest like yeah, let's no, be real it, it definitely does show the culture is shifting because it's funny you even talk to even older old timers and like i've known people who were like uh say around my stepdad was in like they'd be like they'd be getting fucking stoned before fucking, you know, showing up for work. And like that, no one gave a shit. They'd be passing around with their fucking leadership. Like no one give a fuck. Like it's wild. Like the way it used to be like my stepdad, the way he got in the military is he got an, he got the choice between going to jail for some shit he did or join the military. Like that's how it used to be. Like he fucking, yeah, it's unheard of. Yeah. It's unheard like, of now. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, what? We don't want those degenerates. And like back then they're like, dude, those are our people. <laughs> Like, I'm like yeah. that sounds fucking dope. Like, and it, I don't know. There is this type of dad has got some stories. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it is weird that it's like that is there's like this subculture in the military that still has that feel to it that they're still trying to shift out. But it's almost like the weirdly the heart and soul of the military in a weird way that they're just slowly just, you know, trying to get rid of. And they, and they are succeeding. It's slowly going away. I can tell you, I mean, I'm obviously have a little bit different perspective because you guys still have probably a little bit more of that heart and soul in the Marines because you guys are the fucking retards. But like, <laughs> you know, we're a little bit more corporate in the Air Force. So we have made that shift a little bit more. But it's like, uh, what is it? I mean, you can almost make the case that uh, fucking the Marines are just fucking uh, the Air Force driving the speed limit or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I think that I think you're absolutely right. And yeah. fuck all those studies that took place, like w- women going into combat units and stuff that all took place in the Marine Corps first before it takes place anywhere else, because they were like, if anybody can do it, the Marine women can. And then it showed like it just doesn't work the same way. It just doesn't work the same way. And maybe one day it will, maybe, but like right now it doesn't work the same way because there's, there's just a fucking difference in it. And I don't know, the whole fucking thing is wild. And I just, I just wish with all my heart that it doesn't get worse for those guys. But I obviously see the same thing that you do. I mean, generally speaking, bitches aren't fun. So (laughs) (laughs) that was a a big thing they were pushing (laughs) 
mainly, I mean, they were kind of pushing the whole time me and Luke were in, but mainly toward the end of our time was like, they were trying as hard as they can to put women in the same position as every other fucking dude in the Marine yeah. Corps. It was fucking crazy, dude. And it'd be like test after test they would do. And the, I don't know, it was such a big talking point in the Marine Corps. Like half the Marine Corps was just like, we don't want no bitches in our fucking Corps. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other half were like, like Let not necessarily let okay em. with it but they were just like let them bitches want to die bitches want to die and it was <laughs> yeah, just like dude. brutal that was dude. that was the way it was dude they were just like yeah. fuck if they want in let them let's let's see if they can rumble like let's yeah, see I mean, if they I can last e- i don't even necessarily have problem with like women in certain positions but the problem is like the way the military works is they don't really like a good example of this is like I, i'm sure you guys are the same thing there's different pt standards for men and yes. women Yes. Why? Like, dude, that was, I was just about to bring that up because like, they were like researching like, Oh, do we need to bring the women up to the same uh, physical standards as the men? And right before I got out, they changed the standards for both women and men, but not to the equal thing. They made the men's harder and then like made the women's harder. And it was like, but it's still not equal. And all the men were like, if they're going to do the same jobs as us, then they have to do like, a lot a lot of the guys in the marine corps that's that was like their stance it's like if we're held to a standard they get held to the same standard yeah. and then it just wasn't they were like oh well we reevaluated the pt test for everybody and everybody's like oh dope maybe they finally listened to us and they're like we made it harder for men <laughs> you have I mean, to do t- more pull-ups you have yeah. to do a better three mile time and i think they changed like the crunches a little bit. you had to do more crunches or something like that the pt test was pretty easy um the pull-ups a lot of people have a hard time with especially like longer guys they usually have a harder time with them and then the running the running sucks though i think ours is definitely the hardest run out of the military branches the i mean the pull-ups like most people can fucking do uh across the branches obviously there's different weight standards for across the branches but the pull-ups are pretty easy the crunches are fucking easy to shit everyone lies everybody lies because nobody fucking cares about them because it's not even a real workout and then um the but the run the 18 minute three mile like that shit was hell that shit was that that shit was a living hell yeah dude I, i always struggle with a mile and a half but uh Cause, but I'm fucking five foot five, fucking like two twenty. So like, I max out push up, sit ups every fucking time. But like, I like literally, I'm always like right at the bottom of like passing for the run, like cutting it close every fucking time. So I mean, whatever. I mean, who cares? But yeah, Dude, ours was weighted so heavy but, for the run. But, yeah, that yeah the did that part. matter? Like your PT standard matter a lot for like promotions and shit. Not really. It was literally a go or no go, basically. So that's that, yeah. they didn't give a it, shit. Yeah, it's Ours it's was. very heavily weighted in the in the military. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you in, fail, in you're Corps, you're gonna have a hard time. Like, oh like, yeah, dude, yeah, no so. one fails. If you yeah. fail, like they fucking they come after you, dude. Like fucking yeah. vultures. Yeah. No, uh, I do. I mean, let's. We all know the fucking uh the the. I don't really feel like the fucking because they always give you the fucking bullshit that you like you need to be fit to fight or where the fuck the saying is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like they give you that nonsense for the fucking PT test, but I I don't think I've always said that's more like for long term uh you know health insurance you know costs and shit is what it's more for. So, but I never thought I, about that. That's a way yeah. smarter yeah um interpretation well, of that than I think, ever thought. Think of. about the stress they put on the cardiovascular activity. Like most career fields and most like most mos's in the military like 
they don't need to run a mile and a half, three miles. Like they need to be able to run like maybe 40, 40 meters to like a cover or some shit. Like that's about it. Like, and this is where my horse <laughs> blinders are because I was a radio operator. and I was like, I need to be able to run three miles in case yeah. of, you know, of anything. And uh, yeah, that's totally fucking true. It's way more. When like, the fuck do you run three miles? Well, dude? no, if I, if, if I was in combat, like you got to be able to like move around in fucking combat, but I never went to combat either. So it didn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it wakes. Honestly, that makes way more sense. Uh, yeah, I've never heard that before. Yeah, <laughs> that's always I, been my theory. It just blew like, my fucking mind. Dude, the they Air Force guy shows up one it. time, and we're like, "We're learning." <laughs> well, if you think about the way the standards Is are, this I know God? For, for I mean, they put so much stress on the cardiovascular, uh, cardiovascular aspect of it. You know, the running, and then I know they do the waist measurement for Air Force. So these are good determinants of long-term health. Um, you know, cardiovascular activity, like. I know a lot of people in the Air Force bitch because they do the waist measurement and they're like people bitch that like, oh, well, like because I, I knew a dude who was like six foot six once and like he was he was actually skinny, but he would always cut it close on because if he put on any weight at all, he probably would have failed the waist measurement just because he was legitimately big boned because a yeah. big motherfucker. I mean, people would be like, well, that's unfair. Like, well, if you're looking at it from a long term health perspective, not really, because that motherfucker like I mean, I'm kind of thick, but say I wasn't thick, say I was like of the same body fat, same like basically build as him, but at my height, I'm on average going to live longer than he will just because, you know, a body over decades and decades, it takes, it takes more stress on the cardio, takes more stress on the cardiovascular system to be able to support life for something that large. So, you know, that's, that's why you see like bodybuilders or they're like in generally good health in a sense. And they end up like having like heart attacks because like if you're 350 pounds, like that's, that's more work your heart has to do. And yeah. so over time, that shit adds up. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking being autistic, but the whole point is getting at it, It's like even the, the, the military is kind of retarded. Like I have no problem with like uh, women being in certain positions, but it's like at the same time, it's like, well, can you do the job? Because like, yeah. I know my job, it's that was like the biggest thing. Yeah. Like it, they don't have, I mean, I always thought they should do some sort of like physical test for individual MOSs because like I agree. there's there's aspects of my job that was like uh i mean yeah some women can do it but most women generally are smaller and are just aren't gonna have the strength to do certain things for example uh there's a like fuel shop in my uh like we there are people who work on the fuel systems of the aircraft right. and a lot of those people they have to go like inside of the fuel vent like the fuel so you gotta tanks. be small enough to go yeah but they don't have any sort of like way to weigh that out. So it's like, you're literally just getting random people. Like, wouldn't it make sense to be like, you need to be below this height and, and this like weight or whatever. No, yeah. they're just well, like, we got to have this equality. And it's like, yeah, but now you're going to end up with a motherfucker like me. And they're like, get in this tank. You are like, can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was kind of like with us. It's like, if like for, for radio operators, if you're out in the, like out in the field, you're carrying 40, 50 pounds more in batteries on top of your pack. And a lot of our packs were 80 pounds at the very minimum. Like that was the lowest my pack ever was, was yeah. like 80 pounds. And it's like, all right, so you got to carry 120 pounds. So you expect this 110 pound person in general, just a person yeah. in general, whether it's male or female. Yeah. I'm not carry even 120, it's yeah, just like, can 120 you, can you know to 130 like, pounds. And it's like, I'm not saying that they can't, but don't you think it'd be beneficial to have, you know, a 180 pound, 200 pound dude that's or chick that's in good shape to carry that load? Because it's a lot easier on them than it is on people that are fucking 110 or 90 pounds. And it just so happens that majority of females in the Marine Corps, because the Marine Corps stresses, you know, your 
people come out looking fucking Ethiopian from boot camp because you just run so damn much that you're fucking light as shit when you come out for the most part. And it's like women lose that weight a lot faster because their bodies just go through it differently than males do. And fuck, we all lost. I fuck. I lost so much fucking weight in the military uh, compared to when I was in high school and I was in good shape. I played basketball and football. Like I was a fucking animal on sports. Like I loved, or I didn't love running, but I was damn good at it. And I still lost weight. I didn't even know I had weight to lose. Yeah. So I got just skinny like, fat and basic. <laughs> skinny <laughs> fat. You yeah. Had, Cause like, the, like, I, they, like I didn't get any good sort of good, like uh muscular workouts, but I did a ton of cardio. So it was like, I just got like skinny fat, like a lot, a lot of lost a lot of my muscle, but got really good at running. Cause I actually joined for like a, basically a special forces type job. And I ended up filling out later, but uh, I was like, before I joined basic, I like got really good at swimming, really good at running. I think I did like something like all like close to almost 40 pull-ups in a minute, like for my fucking test to join because they make you do the test for like the past yeah. test is what they call it. And like, I was like insane good shape. That was like one of the only times in my life I had a six pack. I was ripped <laughs> like, and I fucking got in basic and like, they didn't really ever like yeah they do workouts and but it was like their workouts sucked ass uh and then like they didn't really ever give us pull-up time they never get pool time and so we just did a shitload of running like my run got better like i probably shaved almost a minute off my run but like yeah. everything else went to shit so i got like skinny fat like i went from being like ripped <laughs> to skinny fat <laughs> that's fucking hilarious it's like, cool i can run <laughs> Yay, I'm so happy. Yeah. Um, and the, and the, the eating habits in basic are awful too. So yeah, they're garbage. Yeah. No. Just inhaling garbage. everything you can as quick as you possibly can. So. <laughs> Just to yeah. get any amount yeah. of carbs in your body to like sustain you for the next till you can eat again. Yeah. Exactly. Like still peanut butter. It was like a, a NJ peelable offense to steal peanut butter from the chow hall and eat it in your bed. And I'd do it every fucking night because I was like, dude, I am losing so much weight. I feel like ass all the time. I need to steal these peanut butter packets. Like I was a fucking thief in boot camp stealing peanut butter, dude. I swear I almost gonna I almost beat the shit out of someone over stealing peanut butter once. <laughs> dude, we, no, I beat the shit out of somebody for getting caught and stealing peanut butter. Yeah, I, didn't, like, I didn't care that he stole I, it, it's that he got caught. And then oh, he no, like, that's the thing. Like I got he called caught. me like a he called me like a bitch over something. I wouldn't even like I I don't remember what I even said. I, I was probably not even he's like, fuck you, you bitch. And I was like twice his size, like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. Yeah. You don't get mad at people for like doing the same thing that you do. You get mad at them because they got caught for doing it. Yeah. Like that's what I got mad at. I was like, dude, it's so easy to fucking pull the wool over yeah. people's eyes. Just don't be a fucking dumb fuck about it. He like yeah. fell asleep eating the peanut butter and it was in his hand when he woke up. And I was like, yeah, are you dude, fucking oh, you fat fuck? <laughs> going back and like kind of like analyzing yourself in boot camp, like you can see how easily like human beings can be like tricked. <laughs> into doing shit just like follow oh, like they like cattle but it's so crazy how like when you put 80 people in a room together how quickly people get so frustrated with each other like i mean i mean like it was like a weekend dude people were fighting i'm like what what's going on guys like we just got here <laughs> but <laughs> god damn dude yeah it really reveals wild. human nature big time <laughs> yes, like, you, and, dude. and it's funny too i know you uh I'm, I'm sure you guys are the same thing where you had different like you had like uh element leaders and shit like that and you had yeah, like yeah, the yeah. guide on bears and so yeah like you see people get drunk on power and like made oh, up yeah. power and you're like dude 
who fucking cares you fucking loser yeah <laughs> yes dude like, like five a- minutes ago this guy was like my friend we were allies and now he like just yelled at me i'm like what <laughs> dude they uh, uh we had all of our squad leaders got fired one day they just fired them all and they put new ones in and this dude that i was cool with he was one of the squad leaders and i, I was pretty chill with him and we were cool back and forth and then i took his job there was four of them what all four of them got fired and i got a place and he was like after that he never fucking talked to me again and he fucking hated me and i was like dude you're a bitch like every time i saw him after that i was like you're a fucking bitch and the next day like i didn't even want to be squad leader i was like this is this shit's for fucking plebs like i don't need this shit i don't fucking want it i don't even want to be here and i know it's all fake and uh i was like i don't want this squad leader job and the next day they brought them all back in you guys get a second chance kind of thing and he was just like all uppity about it after that. And I was like, dude, this guy's a fucking bitch. Like, I, and then I, I got to like in our culminating event, we did a uh, pugil sticks and you know, you got to fuck each other up with pugil sticks and I got to fucking fight him and I beat the shit out of him in pugil sticks. I, I, I got know, pulled off of his ass. I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but I know when I first went to basic, I had in my head that I was like, I do want to take on leadership positions. I want to like, I want to become a good leader. I want to be able to like learn these things, blah, blah. And I was coming from this like honest place. And then I learned real quick, real quick and quick. No, I don't. And it's not even necessarily that I didn't want to be a good leader. I realized, oh, the people in leadership don't become good leaders. Yeah. This is a good way to create shit leaders or, or just compliant people who do whatever you say. Like you learn real quick, like how it fucks with people's head. And don't get me wrong. There were like, there's some guys that were cool and you could tell they're like, uh the fucking you know drill sergeants put me here whatever this shit's gay like yeah i'm just put doing on what i show. can to help people that are out yeah and some people understand it but some people get wrapped up in it and you're like yeah oh well, it's because the, fir- <laughs> the first time they've ever had any kind of power in their entire life you know yeah. like there's so many like the the joke about like oh i played call of duty i could join the military and then they do like that's a real thing. Like there's so many people that went to boot camp. We threw a dude in a fucking dryer one time because he was talking about how many kills he's going to get in uh uh fucking like in the Marine Corps. This dude was like a, a, a water, a bulk fuel water specialist or some shit like that. We're like, dude, you're never going to combat. You're going to give showers to everybody. Like that's what you're going to do. You're going to clean water for people. Like you're going to be our fucking custodian. And he was like, no, I played Call of Duty. He literally said, I played Call of Duty. And we shoved him in a, a, a dryer. And this was before, like, a couple years later, another kid got shoved in a dryer, but by the drill instructors. And he um, sued the Marine Corps and got Pretty a lot based, of money actually. from it. I think yeah. he died. Yeah, he might have died. But oh, we guys, died. Oh, do you guys remember when there was that big story a while back about, like, uh, I don't know if this must have been around the time you guys were in. I know it's probably maybe a year or two, maybe a little bit longer after I got a basic where there was a big thing about how like the basic like the drill and sergeants were basically raping women. But it what I mean, you read the story, though, and you realize like, oh, it's not that clear cut. Like it's more that oh, yeah. these are guys in a position of power. And these women are like, yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a, that's, that's actually a real thing. A huge thing. <laughs> Uh, and it was, pro- I don't know. I mean, we didn't, honestly, we didn't see it maybe as much just because there's significantly less women that's in the Marine Corps than mm-hmm. in the Air Force. But, um, but no, that happened like all the fucking, God damn it, this pop up. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Anyways. Yeah. All there would be women that 
I mean, like it was, it was very common, dude. I mean, it was always like some new PFC, and then all of a sudden she's dating some fucking E4, E5. Yeah. And, but then there would be, I mean, there was cases all the time. And at first, like, I don't know if it's like we're brainwashed from public school or whatever, but you kind of hear about like a rapist or like, oh, this guy's being accused of rape or whatever, or abusing his power or whatever. And then you kind of find out a lot more details and, it's actually like a lot, like a few times it was complete bullshit, like just yeah. complete bullshit. It's like the, and then like, you start remember, questioning it. Cause you're like, yeah. Mm. And there almost creates this animosity too. Cause there's actually a lot of cases like that, that every time you would hear some rate charge, people would just go, I bet she's lying. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, no, it does. It does a real disservice. Cause I, I've actually had to deal with as an NCO women who were going through scenarios like that. And obviously you never know exactly what happened, but they were, uh, a couple scenarios where I'm like, I think she very well may be telling the truth. Um, and like, sure, yeah, I I know everyone is already making assumptions. Um, and it's like also then it's weird when you're like the one kind of helping out because you kind of can't really jump in. Yeah, because it's like that's a weird spot to be in an NCO, dude. Yeah, so you're like, I mean, I was more speaking of in the specifics of like drill sergeants because they would have dudes yeah. who would be in charge of like fucking basic training units of oh, they, and yeah. you're like what they is you we don't yeah they in don't the marine corps you don't have that so yeah. you have you have females that train females and males that train well, males they have that now in the air force but they yeah. didn't then <laughs> yeah well i think they're trying to change it in the marine corps so like we're yeah. <laughs> we uh we caught up to the times and uh, i'm sure knowing how the marine corps operates will revert back I mean, to me, me and me and luke so we're on and if, if you don't know this in the marine corps if you go west coast it's all dudes. So your boot camp's yeah. all dudes. And then your MCT training is all dudes as well. And MCT, if you don't know, is like for a bunch of pogues that don't get actual infantry training. It's like a quick expedient version of combat training for the mm-hmm. pogues and the Marine Corps. Well, we would hear all the time from our East Coast friends. So they went to boot camp and there is women there, but they're in, they're all separate and like separate battalions, platoons for training or whatever. But then they come together at MCT. And if it, it like MCT is basically just boot camp part two, like they still yeah, treat you like shit, and you're just dirty all the time. Yeah, you're yeah. dirty. Like it's actually like almost worse than boot camp in a way, yeah. which is weird. But anyways, we would hear like our East Coast friends would come tell us like the whorish things that them and these women would do. I mean, when they're when you're in like a boot camp scenario, dude, and like both like attentions are high your adrenaline's kind of running all the time emotions are weird and then people get sexual you're fiends. 18 years old <laughs> yeah i mean dude it was i mean they i mean fucking I, in some weird spots yeah, Johns, dude weird like, things like fucking... after being in the field for fucking a couple of days dude, and like... and, yeah i know i what you mean i was i remember it was in basic like i would like they had the, they had us together i mean not together together we'd have different units but like you would see them marching by and shit and like you would i mean this sounds like such a high level of thirst but when you've been in like basic around like dudes and like it just you don't even see porn or anything you're just like on like a next level and you just like like a unit of women would march by and you'd get a whiff you'd be like oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you could smell a woman dude we got to so i got to 29 palms there was this one dude that i got got to 29 palms with to go to my mos school and it was like like we got off the bus and he's like, there's women here. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. And then like literally 30 seconds later, a girl's walking back from the gym. And I was like, dude, you're fucking weird, bud. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? But then you could, like, you started to notice it. You're like, damn, you could smell 
and you can smell from a radius because you're not used to anything. And like, it's just, it's not like brand new smells. Everything smells the same in the military. So you're not used to that smell. And you're just like, Oh shit. Like you can smell like the shampoo that's different or whatever. And you're just you like animalistic real quick. Yeah. It's yes. fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Dude. It's when, when, super weird. when I, so I, after, so like the first four months of my Marine Corps career, I was in basically boot camp, boot camp part two, no female Marines. I literally never saw one. So like my short four month experience, I didn't even think they necessarily existed. I was like, I, I see them on posters sometimes, but like, I don't think they're real. And then I get to my, in, I get to Intel school in damn neck, Virginia. And then like the person like helping me check in was a woman Marine. And like all of the guys that got off the bus were all from the West coast. And we're all just like standing there staring at her. And, and she's like, I know it's the first woman Marine you ever seen. And we're like, Whoa, you exist. Like it was so weird. It was like a moment. And I didn't even realize it happened where I was like staring at this. Cause it was just like, it didn't seem right. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Cause you just don't see any in boot camp, and you don't see any in MCT. Like it's so separated on the West coast that it's just like, I actually thought that there was like three of you in the entire Marine Corps. <laughs> it was super weird, dude. We had a basic, we had like a dry cleaner. So we would drop off like our dress blues and shit. And like they had chicks there. And I remember thinking they were so fucking hot and like, and being like, Oh my fuck. They're so like, and like, I'd be like laying in bed, like thinking about them later. I know this is like such high levels of thirst. And then we were later after like, I think I saw them because like they gave you the couple days off, like when you graduated or what, not off, but you kind of got out. And I think I got a couple out of my system, you know, cranked the queue up, few out. And then I saw them <laughs> later and I was like, dude, what the fuck was wrong? They're goddamn hideous. <laughs> dude, there was, we, we come back from the haircut line where they like literally gash your head open and uh, they'd be like old, like Hispanic ladies or old, like Korean ladies or, you know, Filipino or whatever. And they're like old and they're not good looking at all. And, You'd have guys that come back to the, uh, you know, to the barracks and stuff afterwards, and you, they'd be sitting there like, dude, I'd, I'd fuck the shit out of her if she gave me the <laughs> chance, like blah 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 blah. And this is why, like, this is why Marines are so fucking decrepit, dude. This is why we're so like, fuck. They literally just try to piss you off as much as possible that you have no standard of living and no standard of anything in your life that you're just like, yeah, dude, I'd do it. Whatever, it's whatever. Yeah, dude, your cool. standards for everything just go down. Like it, it instantly, and it's so weird. Food, we, we, we call it like women. field field goggles, field when, goggles. You're, when you're like in the field doing training, like playing in the sand, and you're just fucking around or whatever for some training op, and it goes like longer than three weeks. At like week two, there's someone like, yeah, I'd fuck her, and then like, like, dude, she's like a one, like she's nothing. And if we were back at base, you would definitely not do this. Like, you wouldn't even do this drunk, and you're yeah, saying we, it now. We called yeah. them two ten twos, uh, two two at home, ten when you're deployed, two when you get back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Dude, it's so yeah. bad. It's I so luckily was pretty bad. good at avoiding that, but it was like I was, when I was deployed. You would see. Cause for me, I guess it's just more, I'm just like, I'm not putting in that kind of work to get like hideous puss. Like, don't get me wrong. Like if she had come at me and like, be like, you want it. But it's like, like, I'm a, I feel like if I'm going to be honest with myself, I'm like somewhere between a six and a seven. So like, and this fucks up the number system so much. Like having like <laughs> one chick to like a thousand or like a hundred yeah, or whatever. Dude, exactly. And it's, you got to think like, okay, like I get how this works. And there's a dude who's like, obviously like objectively way better looking than me. That's probably like sniffing her asshole all the yeah. fucking time. So oh, yeah. me to be like, I'm gonna jump in here. And even then, I also realized there's that aspect of not hounding her 
is probably to some extent makes you more likely. It's like this weird catch 22. Yeah. Like if you chase her, you're going to probably not going to get her, but if you don't chase her, you probably won't get her either. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, we but talk- then at least, at least you don't have the hope. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah we talk about this all the time. Cause like in Okinawa, Japan, which was, so our first like year there, um, we had like basically no fun off base. Yeah. Like, you couldn't just, you, I mean, let me rephrase. You weren't allowed to go off base and stay overnight and whatever. You had to like sign in. Like, I don't know. There's this huge incident in Japan where someone like raped this Japanese local. a contractor too. Yeah. It made like this huge thing. So they like locked down the military in Japan. So like the first year we were there, we couldn't even like drink off base. Um, we, you couldn't stay overnight, like all, all this craziness. Couldn't get a car. Uh, and so like, I don't know. And then we were on base and I mean, there's just not that many females, but these females dude, that were like between ranging between like threes. And I mean, there was a few hot chicks I would say, but like the threes would just go through dudes. Just, just fucking go. go. Like, dude, they were dating, like they were hoeing left and right. And everyone, like anyone that wasn't completely, blurred from their like animal instincts like everyone was like dude how is this chick getting these dudes because like objectively speaking these dudes are like seven and eights and she's just went through like 10 of them in a month (laughs) like how is this possible and it's like two in a night (laughs) if you yeah yeah, sometimes and if you are like an ugly chick i tell you join the military like yeah, you will yeah. get every fucking dude you want. Like it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. If you want to be ugly and bang hot dudes, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you probably <laughs> could marry him too. I mean, if you play your cards right, you manipulate the situation. If you're home station, probably you might have a harder time. But yeah, you know, you catch them while you're deployed. Yeah, or or tech school. I can't tell you how many dudes that like. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if what you, you you're, I guess uh, I don't remember what you guys said, but you're equivalent for tech school. Basically, where you learn your yeah, job. Yeah, MLS school. Where they light up a little. Where they lighten up a tad. Yeah. Uh, there, I knew multiple dudes who got married when they were in tech school. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, dude, dude, you're just like, you're literally putting the p- pussy in a pestle right now, dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's so bad. The biggest simps are fucking military dudes, dude. They're the fucking biggest simps. And dude, it was so bad that there were, we had male docs that were cross-dressers show up after the night of a ball and half the dudes were like, I'm going to fuck that chick tonight. And we're like, dude, that's fucking so-and-so from the navy like that's our that's our doc from our unit and he's like no it's not and it's like (laughs) yeah but it was like no it's not and then i was like no it is and then he looks and he's like let's still fuck him and it's like (laughs) damn bro like all right like go after it dog dude like you do you i don't know it was just the fucking wildest thing i think like all the fucked up shit in the marine corps like i i was always like um i wasn't like a super good kid i was kind of like an anti-authority kid um so going to the marine corps was fucking wild to my parents they were just like what the fuck but i think it kind of led me to you know like libertarianism and anarchism in in general because i was just like it just pushed me so much further down that i was just like damn this is not intelligent and then then i was like why is it not intelligent because i could feel that it was wrong like i could feel like things were wrong in it and i was like why why do i feel this way and then i'd start looking up more things looking at more things and I'm like, all right, this is why. And then I'd find certain people that I liked and blah, 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 blah. Is that kind of how you came to it? Or like, how'd you get to this whole libertarian anarchist sphere? Uh, I, 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 once again, I was talking to Justin about this yesterday. And, and I, I actually kind of thought about it more. And it kind of made me realize, like, I, I don't know if I necessarily could say exactly. 
I think it was maybe I was already kind of prone to going that way. I was kind of getting more into podcasts. Yeah. I was like more in the conservative, like when I, I was like listening to Crowder, Shapiro, shit like yeah. that. And I, but I kind of went down that rabbit hole and I guess I kind of like, I f- like we were talking about for like a lot of the infantry guys to see, see crazy shit. A lot of times I feel like that kind of shakes you out of it quicker. Yeah. And you don't need this like deep theory and shit like that. But for me, yeah. it was like almost like I needed it because it was like more like it's a normal job and shit, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I don't I can't necessarily say I attribute it entirely to it, but it definitely accompanied it as I went along. You know, that's kind of how so, it was for me. It wasn't so much that it was like the leading factor, but it fuck it helped. Like I was just yeah. like, oh, like, look, this is this is the epitome of what the federal government is. And I always had a problem with like the federal government. Like I, I never knew exactly what I had a problem with. I had a problem with Democrats for certain reasons, but I probably leaned more liberal. That's just how I grew up. I was more liberal, more Democrat. Um, but I, I, cause I couldn't stand the Republicans. And then um, like going through the military, I definitely got more conservative mm-hmm. um, in my thinking. And I was like, God, this is a lot of this is stupid. And, uh, and then I, same thing like that Ben Shapiro Crowder, like that sphere. I was like, Oh, this is interesting. I like what these guys are saying. And then they would say some things. And I was like, ah, I don't think that's right either. Like, I just don't think that they're hitting the right yeah. spot. And that kind of led me to like, look for more things. And then I finally found like, like typo. And I always say it was like, Gary Johnson was one of the big people that we saw <laughs> first. And it's so fucking funny. Cause now we're like, Gary Johnson is a joke. Oh my like, God, yeah. you know, but it was just like one of the first things that we saw. And it was like, the catchphrase was easy and it made sense and blah, 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 blah. And, Fuck, I don't know. What it was, was his catchphrase? A, you know, uh, fiscally con- conservative and oh, that was his thing. Oh god, yeah. dude, I so, would like, repeat that, big, that shit. Yeah, so, like, I would say I said it to no. my fucking parents, bro. Yeah, yeah. no, well, yeah. like not. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the military made me so like I came from a conservative family. And the military made me so spiteful of the military that like when fucking people said like thank you for your service and like and like all that shit, I like it pissed me off. I was Dude, I hate like, that shit. I did not do anything like this before. I was like even like an anarchist or anything yeah, like that. This was just hating just, the military. It made me so yeah. spiteful and made me like rethink because like I grew up in a military family. And, like every like my grandpa's in World War II, so like my whole world like fucking fell apart when I joined the Marine Corps, and I realized like this is fucking bullshit, dude. And yeah, I I, I mean I would just say that like the Marine Corps really pushed me to be like anti-authoritarian, like coming yeah. out toward the end, like that's probably why I chose anarchism. <laughs> yeah, the, the the thank you for service it, it like drove me nuts even when I was like in that like more bought into it because even yeah. then I'm like, dude, I I fix planes. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm just some dude. Like I get it's like a basically a nine to five in a lot yeah. of ways. Like I, I okay. And, but now it's more like even there's still more that's like it's almost borderline weirdly like i know it's not meant that way it's borderline like a slap in the face now because you're like dude i literally like was taking your fucking tax dollars and providing nothing of service oh yeah no that's exactly <laughs> how it is now did yeah. you deploy huh yeah i deployed i only deployed once sometimes which is actually not that normal for my career field usually people deploy a few times but i I mean when i deploy i just like our job we just do the same thing while we're deployed like i know a lot of times you guys marines will like you'll be like an electrician or whatever and even when you deploy you're like well here's a rifle (laughs) yeah (laughs) like uh, for us it's like no you're legit doing your job over there so i work on planes and then we deploy and you're like go work on those planes. Right. <laughs> just, I mean, it's actually kind of more chill. If anything, in some ways it's kind of almost cooler deploying. Cause you're like way, they're well, way cool less to deploy too. <laughs> yeah, it's way, way more relaxed. So you don't have like, you know, leadership's usually generally kind of cooler in some ways. So it's yeah. like, 
you don't have to deal with all the the red tape and stuff and i don't know in some ways it's cooler but in a lot of ways it's gay too so that's kind of how we are but i was gonna ask like when you were deployed did you feel like you were contributing to something i mean no i mean i guess i was a little bit more aware at that time was going on because i mean for me i was actually legit like working on plans i was literally launching them out and they were they were out there you know doing stuff so i guess in a sense i was directly contributing to the shit going on so i mean i guess if i had some great patriotism or if i believed in the mission i guess i could have been like you know i'm actually doing something but like so i mean i guess maybe there's some merit of the thank you for my service i buy into that like that whole line of logic but i mean even then i mean i don't know not not really and i i don't know it was for me, it was just fixing planes, send them out. But I, I don't know, like, it, I guess in some sense, that kind of fucked with me more because especially once you realize what we're doing, you're like, yeah. oh, like I was the one sending those jets up. Like, you're like, oh, shit, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then laugh about it with your friends yeah. as you cry when you're too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just fucking probably sent up a, j- a jet that refueled another jet that probably bombed a fucking Yemeni kid. <laughs> Goddamn cool yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's just a wild it's such a like the way things work and the way that you can like your mind can connect things is it gets wild especially in in situations like that and it just like you're just like fuck dude like you can you end up contributing to a problem that you like didn't realize mm-hmm. was a problem at first and you volunteered for it so you're like i'm to blame like you blame yourself kind of and then it's it takes a while to get over that it takes a fucking minute to get over that and then once you get over it because you're like well, I can't fucking destroy the rest of my life and be like this mopey sack of shit and just always feel pity for myself. Like yeah, just, it, it's, it, you just, it's like, all right, I really didn't know what the fuck I was doing. That's what we try to explain to a lot of libertarians. It's like, fuck man. I don't know what the fuck I was. I didn't know what I was fucking doing. And like, I'm not saying that that's an excuse all the time, but for people that weren't directly in certain scenarios like it you can't blame yourself for fucking everything yeah i mean you kind of get to the point where you're like well i mean i might as well take the ron swanson approach and just like well i'm here i mean might as well just like do the bare minimum yeah uh, you know kind of deal but hey guys i gotta get moving it's getting a little bit late uh yeah. the wife's want to go to bed so she's gonna <laughs> <laughs> no problem dude uh, yeah so but, but hey, i appreciate, I appreciate coming you on. yeah thanks oh, for coming ahead. on man and then um We'll have to. I think we're going to be on a uh, Slurp Gang this weekend. So a Slurp Gang, yeah, we'll have to get you on Tower Gang at some time. That'd be yeah. that'd be fun. We're starting to figure out what the hell we're going to do now that uh, <laughs> we keep getting dinged by YouTube. So we're trying to figure I out ways that. around it. So yeah, we've had two taken down so far. So I think that I think the first one's a warning, the second one's a strike, and I think it's like three strikes, and you're really screwed. I don't know. Yeah, we're we trying to figure out one. ways around. We have it. four yeah. videos on there, and we've gotten one taken down already. So yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, you only have four on YouTube. You already have one taken down yeah <laughs> oh that's nuts yeah yeah but so, yeah but, i mean hey, I've, never, I've never had any taken down on my show so i'm kind of blown away by that but i don't i'm not as uh provocative as uh as tower gang is for sure yeah. so go ahead and uh, <laughs> drop your intense. plugs and shit real quick yeah 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 uh, i have the no way jose show i'm on youtube on all the major podcatchers i'm on odyssey as well if you someone out there would like to give me money i like money patreon.com says no way jose 2020 uh go check out top lobster stuff he's the man uh go use jose at checkout for fucking uh 10% off and yeah that's uh really all i got oh yeah twitter at, at galley son jose if you want to follow me there i have I, I i clown up in that bitch so you know <laughs> it's fun so it's always fun to watch uh, yeah. yeah again <laughs> thanks for coming on and uh we'll have to do it again yeah for sure thanks for having me man all right later dude all right see you have a good one dude
Oh, you do. Boom. You're good. All right. See you guys.